This is The Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show. Is the brotherly shove on the verge of extinction? I don't think so. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Changing the rule that a ball that's fumbled into and through or out of the end zone, there's a possibility that this could truly be changed. We do need to take a look at that. Earlier on the show, Ravens safety Kyle Hamilton. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Browns wide receiver Amari Cooper, comedian Brad Williams, and now it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Our number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. We had a great chat moments ago with Kyle Hamilton of the Baltimore Ravens defense and, of course, Notre Dame football who refused uh, steadfastly to answer a straightforward question. And now that's all I've heard is he's just a shoot you straight type kid. Uh, and the question straightforward was, who's got it better than you? And he refused to say the words, uh, word nobody. Yeah, just one Because he said it was a Michigan thing. And I'm like, no, it's a Harbaugh thing. And I don't understand. Um, well, I understand it. And I respect <laughs> it, actually. You have to respect it. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to be on this program in hour number three of the Cleveland Browns. And uh, the comedian uh, Brad Williams is going to be here on the program. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's all in hour number three. Um, and uh, sitting down right now, um, good to see you. My Hall of Fame friend, Marshall Falk. Mm. Oh, what's going on, Rich Eisen? How you doing, man? That's how we roll here on the program. Yeah, I got a question for you, Rich. Yes, Marshall Falk. What's, what's, what's your question? Oh, this could go Does Michigan cheat? <laughs> Does Michigan cheat? Yes. No, they do not cheat. Okay. I just have to ask you. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Does well, Michigan cheat? What do you mean by I'm that? I'm just asking a question, man. Marshall, I don't understand. Who was your first quarterback in the National Football League? Listen, who I was love- your first quarterback in the National Football League? Is a straight-up question. I didn't ask question. you if Jim Harbaugh cheats. I asked you if Michigan. Mean, but what is your what is your definition of cheat? I, we didn't get to Harbaugh yet. Can we? Can you just wait? I just want to talk about I mean, Michigan. You sit down and just fire. Yeah. That's why I asked you the question. Did you even aim? There's no layups here. Okay. Uh-huh. There's no layups here. I know that. <laughs> Breakaway. Foul. So, do you want to answer the question I asked you? What? Who was your first quarterback in the National Jim Football Jim Harbaugh. How welcoming was he I, to you I the love NFL? Jim. Okay. I just, let's just be clear. I, don't I know. love that, Jim. That, that, the way you I just sat down. To, I refuse to come on this show and ask you, does Jim Harbaugh cheat? I love Jim. So I asked you, does Michigan cheat? But all I hear from that guy over there, who it's, it's kind of funny that he separates from me on this front. All he does is just want to play a foil and don't cheat, don't cheat, don't cheat. And that your your accomplishments might actually be tainted. I have two rules, and Marshall. And who's this guy over don't there? Don't fumble, don't cheat. I hear you. I hear you. So, and and all of the Patriots' accomplishments, you, a lot play, of people have play. asterisks. Does, did, did you want me to ask you if the Patriots cheat? You, you can ask me that. Okay. But I would never say Tom Brady cheat. Hmm. Ever. Okay. So my question for he doesn't he doesn't sit there at all and go, you know what, Rich? I feel your pain. I'm there for you. That that your team's accomplishments are somehow some way wrecked or what? discounted because of something that hasn't been completely proven when your draft choices got forfeited. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in the same boat. I'm in your boat now. I didn't think I'd ever be in your boat. Hold, hold, hold I'm on. in your hold boat. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're in the boat game. We're in the boat game. You need six more rings to get in my boat, buddy. Oh. This guy. That guy right there. Love it. Love it, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I just... You know, I just start. Yeah, yeah. Was game on the first? We got we got some days. We got some days before we get to the game. What do, do you think? You, what, can you guys win? Of course we can win. Don't just uh, stop. What are you talking about? Serious. Michigan needs to make sure Milro has a long day. Michigan needs to have a run game, be consistent, and Michigan needs their quarterback to play, uh, have a clean sheet. We do that. I think we win this football game. Okay. And Michigan has the... Milrow's a grown man. I know that. Like, he's not just some little dude you're tackling. I'm aware of that. Like, he's a little bit smaller than Derrick Henry. No, I, I'm, aware, <laughs> I'm aware of that. But, that's what, but if, that's he, what to do, if like, he can have long days in the SEC, why not against Michigan's defense? Why not? Okay. And this is this is a, a team that has, whether you feel it is appropriate or not, a mentality that everyone is against them. And they are using that as a rallying cry, as well as a a way See, to to play for one another. I think that worked, and this this is this is and this like I believe that worked, Rich, mm-hmm. when you guys weren't one. See, when oh, you played Ohio State, what's a number? They, they everybody was like, I'd say what? What's a number? That's the Who expectation. Cares? One is playing four. That's an expectation. Yeah, you're the favorite. One is playing. You guys were the when you guys was playing oh, Ohio State. You guys weren't favorite. This guy over there. I'm just. I'm, I'm telling you. Honestly, this matters with these Don't kids. Bring me into this. I'm serious. I'm gonna bring. I'm bringing you into it because all of, every all time of these games, Rich. Think about it. When you guys went into was it the Penn State game? You hit. You didn't have your coach. It was like, oh, we're not gonna know. Like all of these. All we of didn't the know until game. 24 hours, like literally. Before, exactly. Like 10 hours. Like, so the expectation. Jim was out when he arrived on the tarmac. Yes. So the expectation wasn't there. Like in this game, you guys are expected as the one, you are the number one seed. You are expected. So you're saying, Chris, over there, that a team that is expected to win cannot play the nobody believes in his card. Everyone's no, against exactly. this card. Hell no. Yeah, wh- wh- do you know wh- how many you're times? number one? Do you know how many times Brady went off to the Super Bowl and told Sully and Fitz at, at, their, at their farewell, yeah. we're going off to the Super Bowl party nobody with a big this. rally? Nobody believes in us. And the whole country's like, get out of here. Yeah, You've got you five do you trophies. That season when everybody said he sucked and that he it was time so, to go to so the back. So you're telling me that JJ McCarthy has Jedi mind tricks that he's going to use on himself to get him up for the game. No, I'm I'm hoping Jim does that. He says his spirit animal. Hey, man, the, the reality, Rich, is you guys are the favorite to win it all. So do you You think Michigan has no chance to win? That's not true. So I don't want to have a really good chance. I forgot. This is this is the Marshall Fault conversation. I'm I just going to play devil's that. advocate until I actually put it this in your lap to about, see what you feel. This wasn't about what I think and what I feel. This was about you. <laughs> You're an alum. I, I told you how I feel, and then you push back, and then you say you actually agree with me? Is that what you're saying? I, I agree with you. They're the favorite. Oh, my God. They are the favorite. See that little box I put you in? <laughs> Actually, you're in the box right now on the screen. Now they're now we're the, the two of us. But we're betting Alabama, right, Marshall? So do you feel who wins this game? Alabama? Hey man, listen. Why? Because the they're the SEC? Only? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. There's something with this team. The game against they don't they they should not even be there because of what Auburn. the win against Auburn. I was just like, oh my god! I, like I've seen some 
unbelievable games. That game, like what Milro did, yeah, and, that, and, and and you don't. I mean, unless they start talking about it to this degree, yes, they benched him. They played somebody else. They cycled through quarterbacks. Well, I mean, isn't that how both Tua and Hurts got born into our national no, consciousness? No, no, somebody got hurt. Uh huh. Like that was a somebody got hurt. Well, no, Tua and Hurts got benched. You know, in the national championship game. Well, no, no, they they pulled him in the yes, game. Right. So it, it wasn't like Milro got benched. Yes. Like they took his job. Yeah. That was different. Mm-hmm. And that throw was great against Auburn. There's no doubt about it. I just uh, there's there's something. I, I, I want to see, man. I You know, I, I've, I've only – Kirby Smart is the only one that's that's in this position done it to Saban. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Michigan could hire someone from the Georgia staff in time, you know, before the game. Maybe they could do that. That's what I, Alabama I, I, I don't, That's I don't, what Alabama did. I, I don't I don't like where you're going with this. Okay, okay. very good. I don't mean you, you just sat down and just like I'm like, let's talk week sixteen. <laughs> no, no, no. I asked I say, Rich, can I ask you a question? Yeah, okay. <laughs> did I not? I, I, I remember how it started. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Good. Marshall Falk is here on the program. Well, how how much would you have gotten in NIL at San Diego State? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right? I I probably would have sounded more like Caleb Williams. Like, I might not be going to. I probably would have went for my fifth or sixth year. (laughs) 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 I would have been fifth or sixth year. I would have got all the green shirt, the blue shirt. I would have got all the shirts. (laughs) They would have been creating colors of shirts. (laughs) I should have asked you, how much NIL money would you have made against BYU alone? Oh, my God. You tormented them. Yeah. They would have probably paid me to leave. <laughs> he gotta go. He gotta go. Uh, yeah. They would have said, and, and, and name, and, image, and leave. And they, <laughs> that's how that would have went. Name, image, <laughs> and then you, they would have put some figure on the table and you'd have been like, well, wow. Cincinnati still has that first overall pick. No uh, doubt. You know how I uh, Yeah. There's still Didn't not enough money. Didn't want to go there. Oh, man. So, but yeah, that, the whole NIL thing is. Can you imagine? Man, I, I, I now, cannot. Prime is deep in that world right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, rightfully so. Couldn't have a better person. Couldn't have a better person. You know, he, you know he understands the bag, understands how to play the game, too. Mm-hmm. And he gets it. And he understands when kids might actually renege on him, which oh, yeah. it seems like as of this conversation. And that seat two weeks ago, Jordan Seaton was sitting here wearing his yeah. blenders, talking about how if you're a dog, you're going to Colorado, and mm-hmm. he might not show up there at the end of the day. It's kind of crazy hey, right now. It's okay. Do you think the, NF- the the college football should go with what Chip Kelly said, which is go independent from the rest of college sports, let everyone be in the old conferences and basketball and the Olympic sports and football? It should just be 64 of us, and let's play it like it's the NFL. You know, basically Rich- what he said. I don't know if that sounds good or not, but I always question, should we listen to Chip Kelly? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Say what you want. I'm just being honest. No, I know that. That's it. Should we should we be listening to Chip Kelly is the question. I don't know. I mean, college football, He's uh, he's he seems to have had a lot of answers, although maybe not as much at UCLA. More questions? Okay. I'm all just, right. that, that's all I would ask. Like, okay. if Nick Saban said that, I'd be like, let's listen to him. I know when Brockman doesn't make eye contact with me, he knows it's he funny. wants no part of this conversation. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Marshall Falk here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so what should we talk about here? Anything. I noticed. 
Um, but Michigan. That's, no, that's it's okay. okay. I mean, it's all good, man. Um, so why did you leave Indianapolis? Wow. That's a <laughs> great question. Great question. Well, you know, we had a, we had a difference of opinion. We were going in a different, we were going separate ways. Um, you know, the, the town just wasn't big enough for two New Orleanians. I was about to say, can you imagine Peyton Manning and you playing your entire careers together? Oh. I mean, obviously, you wound up in the same place. You know, football happened to use your phrase. Again. You are on the same team again. Mm. But I'm sure, and Kurt Warner's like, why are you even asking that question? Hey, man, it was, it, listen, um, it was fun playing with Peyton a year that, like, and, and then playing with him, it was fun watching the process of, of him processing how to navigate the league, like, literally. Learning, okay, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And and anybody else who throw twenty and some odd interceptions their rookie year, mm-hmm. they have a, a the the next year is just not good. The next year they went thirteen and three, like how he without you, yeah, without me. Like the next year they went thirteen and three. I mean he 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 really stepped it up, and um, I think he only threw like eight, maybe nine interceptions, something like that. It wasn't. But it was impressive to watch um, the process of of his rookie year and then how he picked it up and how he stepped it up and, and what they did to evolve the offense. And and l- listen, they were right. At, when I was there, uh, Peyton leaned on me a lot. And when I wasn't there, the maturity and growth that that he needed to become a leader, it it, it happened naturally, and everybody followed him. Mm. And I love that story. I, I, it's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard you tell is the processing that Peyton was going through about throwing footballs where he shouldn't and what right. he would say. Can you tell that story? What oh, he would yeah. Say? So so we're, we're like beginning of the season. He throws a pick, throws a couple more picks, and his thing was, oh, man, I just didn't think the guy couldn't get there. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I just, I was like, Peyton, I just didn't think he can get there. Meaning the defensive back. Yeah, he just didn't think he can get there. I didn't think he could get there. I didn't think he can get there. And then pretty soon I was just like, hey, Peyton, everybody can get there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the NFL. This is the NFL. Everybody can get there. But it just, um, it was, it was, it was, you, you could, you could watch the process because he just wouldn't make the same mistake twice. Like literally, he filed it away. If, if if a defensive coordinator did something, it was like, and he saw it coming again, couldn't get him twice with the same thing. Anybody else you play with like that? Um, he was the only one who had control of the game. M- Marts wouldn't let, like, Marts wouldn't allow, our offense was different. Right. You know, Kurt, Kurt had control of the game, but it was just in his decision-making, his ability to make decisions on based on the coverage, where the ball would go. The coverage sometime would dictate where the ball went. And then even though that was the case, Kurt would then, he had the option to hold on to it a little longer, take the hit and make the throw. And and he did that better than better than anybody. Like the dude, I mean, we, we won the Super Bowl because of that. That that throw, him holding on to it, taking the hit, throwing the ball to Isaac, that like That's- that was his that was his calling, like what he did. And 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 to watch the movie, 
watching his movie, understanding mm -hmm. that his defining moment and the thing that he's known for was what kept him benched because he could not stay in the pocket. He kept running out of the pocket. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, his coach was like, you got to stand there and take it. In college, right? In college. Right. And that became his calling card. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. He's the American underdog. Yeah, 100%. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks you played with. All right, so uh, and and it's interesting with Peyton. You're saying that Peyton was the offense, because when he went out with the neck injury and the bottom fell out, it's kind of because he was the only one who could operate the system that right. they had in place, and that you had to change the system in mid midway mid in in the middle of of everything when he went out. And it's kind of, I always use the analogy, it's like the, the movie Independence Day, that the only the aliens can actually operate the, the spacecraft that they had. And that's what Peyton was like with that offense. And it seems like that was the case with the Jets this year. When Rodgers goes out, certainly with the coordinator they had, the system was set up for, all right, you, you're basically the quarterback and the coordinator. Pre-snap, whole damn thing, and then he goes out, and the jet season goes down the toilet because they couldn't adjust. Is yes. that a, is that an appropriate way of uh, of Very, analogizing that? That that's exactly it. When what what Peyton did, and and um and I you know people want to get into greatest quarterback this this and this. The current state of what a quarterback's job is in the NFL is because of what Peyton did. Um, obviously, before Peyton, long long time ago, guys called their own plays. Mm -hmm. What Peyton did was. He went to the line of scrimmage with multiple plays and checks. They were never in a bad play. He always had an answer. And no down was wasted. That was that was the idea. Let's get something out of every down. And not not the physical elements of he didn't have the strongest arm. He weren't he wasn't the fastest. He like all of that stuff. But his capacity to stand at the line of scrimmage and slow the game down and literally put them in a play that's going to be successful was unbelievable. And and throughout the time when it was him, Marvin, Reggie, and uh, and Dallas, um, they lined up in the same formation <laughs> with Edgerin back there and wore you out. And, and a lot of the plays looked the same, but they'd run that stretch, and he knew it. And... And if 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 they hand it off to Edgerin and 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 the safety's back, they're getting twenty. And if that safety cheat up, you're gonna see that naked hand. And if that naked hand go out to the back, it's going over your head. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did it better than anybody. And then better Brady than turned. Anybody. Brady turned into that as well. Brady turned into that. And you could make a case that Rogers, he's that is well, and maybe the best skill set in yes. terms of physical. Uh, abilities to boot out or run it himself with that neck up ability. Yep. And we'll see if Mahomes is there. He, 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 he can do it. Right, exactly. And so that's the question is that what could the Jets have done? Right? Because you're not you're not telling the play caller we're pulling a code red on you because Rodgers was either A, thinking of coming back this year, or B, absolutely wanted everything still still be in the same place. And the Jets made a decision, we're going to keep it frozen here. Because yeah. we can't antagonize the guy that we just put all the eggs in the basket and the basket blew up four snaps into the season. What what could they have done differently? Nothing. I mean, they, they went into it, and the worst-case scenario, 
the worst, the worst oh was if your offensive coordinator had the coach, the guy calling in plays had to coach somebody other than Aaron Rodgers. Because we saw what that looked like. <laughs> With Russ. Yeah. We saw what it looked like. That was that was the worst case. Like, of all the things that could have happened, that was the worst. Because in, in, in most cases, uh, here's what I want you to look at. Minnesota has won games with backup backup quarterbacks. Look at the Browns. The Browns with with the backup quarterback <laughs> the Jets used last year for Zach. <laughs> so understand, like you can win games. It's it's like it's a reflection on and and I'm gonna say this: Aaron Rodgers is an exceptional talent. Like we uh, beyond beyond what he's able to do. Uh-huh. And I think what we were about to see was the maturation of of his process. And and what he was about to do with that offense, with taking ownership of it, with the probably one of the best receiving cores he's had in a while, that the receiving core that the Jets were about to put on the field. Um, so getting Flacco off his couch in week two, week three, that wouldn't have fixed it. Jets might have a better season right now I, I, if they I, went ahead and made some sort of. It, was it is that's the whole point? Is it a Zach thing or? Because McDaniel called Zach Wilson "quote unquote" dangerous, and he does not mean because he's dangerous for his own team. Rich, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know, and I can't tell if right. it's a Zach thing. But what I, but what I am going to say is, um, when I watch him or any other quarterback for the Jets play, a lot of the times they don't have the answers to what's going on out there. It doesn't look like they're getting. Hey, when you see this, we're going here. When they do this, this, and this, we're doing this. We're late in the season. Defenses aren't doing things that you haven't seen. That's that's usually, you know, first maybe month of the season. They're trying stuff. They're trying to disguise. Right now, when you line up against a defense, you have a you 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 have you have the data that's telling you on first down, when you put regular personnel out there, mm. here's what they line up in. These are the things that they run. If you run motion, Here's what they like to do. Here's what they check is. You know those things. And it it it, it just appears to me that the, the he doesn't appear to have the answers. And when he does, he plays well. He slings it. He plays well. Marshall Falk, Pro Football Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Another segment with him. I want to we're gonna go down some uh some of the um I guess, narratives that have been popular in the NFL over the last three weeks. I don't want to hit you with that. That's Marshall Falk here, 844-204-RICH. TJ's fantasy advice, Amari Cooper of the Cleveland Browns, coming up after that. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, back here on the show. I feel sometimes with the Roku channel, I'm talking to potentially a new audience every day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we've only been on for about a year plus. Yeah. Um, so this is maybe your umpteenth appearance, whether you're with me or Suze when she's sitting in here, Marshall Falk. Um, one of our favorite moments, um, September 8th, 2016, was when we got our new sign outside. Um, and, um, and then uh, Mike Del Tufo was out there to pull the rope and complete malfunction. Marshall was here. Um, this was it. You know, and remember this moment, guys? Hold on a minute. I, hold on, I think Marshall's. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Just give it one big pull. Give him good jersey pull. There we go, and then off it goes. That's Marshall laughing. That's it. Oh, man. Classic. Both ropes came down. All right, very good. Seven years ago. Oh, right. Seven Can we go years back to that? I think he's still in uniform. <laughs> Are you wearing the same thing? No, you lost weight. I think he's still in uniform. Wait, is it the same shirt? He's in uniform. No, oh, my God. Okay. He's in uniform. That's an old. That's an old. It's an old. Wait, the same hat. The same it's the same hat. It's the same shirt. Oh, my God. We didn't even know that. You didn't have pants on your left arm. Show you the same thing, no, you have a patch on your left arm wow. in the video, and you're wearing the shirt this right now. This is Marshall Falk at his finest. By the way, Marshall Hawkeyes over there. Oh, my God. He said you were in uniform, Mike. Oh, my God. We're back here on our radio wow. show, and we're showing an old footage of, from seven years ago of hey, Del Tufo struggling to yeah, take down the sign uh, reveal uh, properly. Uh, exactly and you were wearing the same, the same hat and shirt that day. <laughs> no, the hat's different. No, it's not. It's, it's, like, it's literally the it's same hat. Oh. It's Super Bowl 50. It's, oh, the, it's same the same hat. Yeah. It's the same shirt as you're wearing right it's now. The same shirt. Oh, my God. It's, it's a uniform. Shirt, shirts are Excuse me. We've all wow. advanced as humans. Version. 
You have not. I think it's the fourth version of the new shirt. Oh my god. New version of the new shirt. Marsh is sweating. You're sweating right now. That's just Oh my god. I love Tuli, man. That is that is the best. There you go. Does not get better than that, bro. There you go. Awesome. You're laughing so hard you are sweating. Oh my god. Del Tufo, that's Dion the other day. Del Tufo's the man. Two of my favorite human beings on the planet. Very best, man. I love Seven years ago. That doesn't change the fact you're wearing the same shirt. Who your favorite is, you know, it's the same. He's trying to throw us off the scent. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm trying. Good job, Tui. Oh, my gosh. I'm sitting. I'm sitting That's at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Quick story times with you. This is the Marshall Falk Bowl tonight, right? Yes. The Rams. It would be Rams Colts for your teams that you played for professionally, but Rams versus New Orleans. Yeah. That's where you are from. Well, the, the old NFC West. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and uh you Every single time we would talk about the Saints back in the day on NFL Network, everyone would scream out the word popcorn. <laughs> but like, popcorn? And why would that be? Why were we doing That's that? That's how I got my start, man. Um, as a kid, when I couldn't afford money to get in the game, I was a, I was a vendor. I sold popcorn in the Superdome. That's how I got in the games. Awesome. It's the only way I could see professional football other than on TV. Do you remember what year that was? Remember what that? Oh, man. Is this let's the see. Bobby um, era? Is that this where was, This was 89. Senior? 88, 87, 88, 89. Okay. Yeah, yep. Let's see. So, was this Dome Patrol? Is this what we were? Yeah, it's Bobby A. Barrow, this was right? we, we were just out of being the Aints. Okay. The bags came off of our heads, and we, like, we started having a showing. Oh, yeah, 87, they were 12 and 3. Ten and six and eighty-eight, nine and seven, and so eight you nine. started showing up. It's yeah, the Marshall Falk just, effect. Like we, we just got the bags off our heads, and then you were filling up with popcorn. <laughs> yep. yep. Ironhead Hayward. We, we were the Aints, man. They, and the fans were so. I mean, we have sellout crowds, and they put bags on their heads. I remember that. Little, I mean, paper bags yep. with the eyes cut out and the mouth cut out, so they got to be able to drink. You know. I, <laughs> I will <laughs> never forget. The night the Superdome reopened. Oh, yeah. And we oh. were there for NFL Network. Man. And I was standing next to you. And you told me, going into the game, this is going to be the loudest building you've ever been in your ever. life. You told me that. And I was standing next to you. We were in some suite. You, 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 you were, I was, I was your plus one. Yeah. Okay. Mr. New Orleans. And I will never forget when Vic rolls out and the ball goes on the ground. And everybody thought it was going to be a Saints turnover on the opening drive of the reopening of the Superdome. And the place went nuts, and then the ball rolled out of bounds, and everyone went, Mm oh. And you looked at me, and I looked at you because it was the loudest I've ever heard a building. And you start looking at me, and you're nodding your head at me. You start laughing. Like, yeah, I told you. I told you. And then the next place is the Steve Gleason. The the punt block, yeah. That is now, you know. Yes. Memorial, basically with the with the with the statue. Out. Yeah, I'm getting the chills right now. Me like too. thinking about right? it. Right. Thinking about it. And like we were there that night. Yeah. Yeah. And, and come coming off coming off Katrina and, and and all all that that team had been through. Yeah. Um. Uh. The this place playing in San Antonio, playing more away games, and um, nobody knew if if the Superdome would reopen, would the team ever come back. And, and the um, awfulness that was going on oh, yeah, in that building. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh to my wipe God. that memory away yes. best, the best that the city could. 
amazing. And, and like, have that amazing. happened? Have that happened within like the first minute? Yep. Of return? Yep. Like the the I, I've never been at an event that was that loud. Like you you remember it was like we were standing next to each other talking like. Yeah, we couldn't, I couldn't hear you. Could not hear each other. That's why you look, when I looked at you and you were like, yep, I told you it was going to yeah. be that loud. And then it got louder. Yeah. And the I, next I, I just, I, like the city was buzzing. We were there. It was just buzzing. They were, they were so hungry for a home game. And, yeah. and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what, what, what my people did, the New Orleanians. It was like, they wanted to show people that we were resilient. We were resilient. It, it was so much going on. And, um, the city was being talked about because of, you know, all the stuff that happened in the Superdome and do they deserve a team and mm-hmm. do they want to move the team? And, man, like, would they ever support sellout crowd? Everybody. It, it was like everybody stood up the whole game almost. Tagliabue was insistent that everyone return to New Orleans. Yeah, Because, I mean, there was a conversation about going to San Antonio yep. or anything like that. That 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 I, re- I remember that night. Like I will never forget it, and the fact that I got to stand next to you, um, a Mr. New Orleans, essentially, I will never forget that. It is a blessing that I had that, and it also leads to the your other favorite moment of that night, because it was a Monday night game on ESPN, and we went down on the field to watch that game in the third quarter, and they go up, member of the security staff, to Marshall, and say, uh, "You can stay." Looked at me and said, "You got to go." <laughs> <laughs> like I was big dumb. Like I was like dumb. I'm like, he, what? He, he kept looking at me like, what? "What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Help!" They saw me and I was so, I was non-essential. Oh. They saw him, and they're like, "You're essential." And guess who got to allow me to stay on the field? Oh, this guy. Oh, nice. And then when afterwards you're like, "Let's go out," and I'm oh. like. Excuse me, this night is not great enough that I get to go out in New Orleans with Marshall Falk on the night the Superdome reopens this triumphantly. It's going to be amazing. And we turn to Mooch and I'm like, come on. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go back to the hotel. <laughs> wow. That's Mooch for you. And I said to him, like, yeah, Steve, this next hurricane of the century wipes the city off the map. And then reopen the Superdome like this. And the, the most popular guy in New Orleans asked you to go out. We'll do it then. <laughs> and he still so left. Mooch, he man. still left. Yeah. That's Mooch. <laughs> that is Mooch. Spike Lee was there, and fans were there. Man, everybody was, was there. Oh, and uh, Green Day. You two yeah. and Green Day. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Believable. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. All right, let's ask you about some uh, narratives here, Marshall Falk, that are going on right now. Um, Cowboys are going to be one and done. Because we saw what happened in Buffalo, that it's just the same old thing, same old thing. Or, or they're not going to make it back to the NFC Championship game because we just saw they were they were shown as being fugazi by the Bills. What do you think? Man, that's I I just I I want to I want I want to think that it's different. Um, I've seen a different DAC. Um, the question is going to be. Can Mike McCarthy get out of the way? Really? Yep. Because he's been dialing her up like crazy to this I, point. I think just watching the game, sure. all right? Watching the game. Um, they have to learn because it, it's not that he's dialing it up. It's that Dak is putting them in the proper place. 
But on the road, they can't they can't get in the proper play. On the road is different. You got to have some signals and you got to be able to get into the proper place. At home, they can hear him. He's real audio. Here we go. He, he can check. He can do stuff. On the on the road in Buffalo, it was no checks, and they had the, they they literally Dak had to make decisions, dropping back, and that's hard. So ask, ask anybody, ask Peyton, all, all of them. They they get a pre-snap read and they play from that pre-snap read. If you do something, boom. Buffalo literally they they play four cross, and they dropped it in late on him, and he had to make decisions. And your guys got to win. So give Dak the the ability pre-snap to do whatever he's seeing. Give him full control. Is and the fact that he doesn't have it may be the reason why we're seeing the Cowboys struggle on the road. That's my analogy that okay. he doesn't have it. Like he has to have like the ability to get in and out of plays, huh. call certain plays. If 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 they're going to do what they need to do, when you watch Patrick Mahomes, just just pay attention. Patrick will stop it, get him into something else. I mean, he he has the ability to do that, and and they allow him to. So let me turn to Mahomes. The narrative is Kadarius Tony is absolutely going to cost them the ability to win an important game in the Not playoffs. Just him, I don't. Well, I don't but, wanna... but but he is the personification of the issues with the offense. So how about kind that? Of, is a better way of, of setting up the narrative. Kind of. I'm, I'm not going to let Watson off, and um, I'm not going to let uh, with 24 with the with Sky the, Moore. Sky, them, them three, like them, the three of them. So is that fixable? No. So then there are issues at receiver, writ large, that Kadarius Tony personifies is going to cost them so, at the end. So let's say this. Is it fixable? What's fixable is, um, and, and I love Sap. Sap showed us that. Sap in the Tony lab? Was, yeah, Tony was offside a bunch of times, and they didn't call it. Okay. Um, what's fixable is, okay, he lined up in the neutral zone. That's fixable. Your ability to catch the football mm. when, you're, when you have the drops – the fix is just catch the damn ball like this, and and whether they're going to catch it, the the touchdown that uh Valdez Scanton dropped like mm-hmm. that was it, like when he dropped that ball, it's like his career ended. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen him throw him a meaningful ball since. So they they have four guys that have the drops. Well, he did throw one one that that should have been pass interference against the Packers, but wasn't. Um, but I, I, I do think that the Mahomes going nuts on the official I, I, was because he could Can I just bring one thing up? Sure. They missed their wide receivers coach. Is that the enemy? They missed their wide receivers coach, Rich. Okay. So if we ask him what his worth was, it was those guys were on schedule with Mahomes because he worked with Mahomes. He worked with the White House. And right now... Right now, those wide receivers look like they play for the Bears. Marshall Falk here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, another um, narrative is that the uh, Eagles are less than because their coordinators are head coaches somewhere else, and this 100%. is not fixable yes. either. Yes, they, you, you lose. I, I, I'm impressed that they got off to the start that they did. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's time. Now it's time. Okay. Both offense and defensive coordinator, they figured you out. What are your adjustments? That's 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 what we and, and, and we're not seeing the adjustments. We're not seeing now they've adjusted to you. Now what? You got two head coaches. 
and 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 the one in in Indianapolis is doing a great job. Sure is. You, you see why he's missed. I mean, he got Gardner Minshew. Uh, <laughs> Gardner looking good. Mm-hmm. That team is playing well. The run you know? game is. Yeah. Uh, Trey Sermon and Tyler Goodson <laughs> ran all over the Steelers That's, 14 straight times. It's 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 you see why to wrap that game. Yeah. So right. You're they're going to be. There's a deficiency, and I think I, I believe let's uh, let's just see if they can make the adjustments going into the latter latter part of the season to get them ready for the for the for the push in the playoffs. I'm just amazed that they're here, Rich. Teams that lose the Super Bowl don't they don't start off the way that the Eagles started off. I give Sirianni credit for having them ready at the start of the season. And then another narrative is that uh, both, and this is the third rail. Um, is that both Belichick and Tomlin have run their courses at their spots. Would you agree with that? I, I just can't see how, unless Belichick wants to live in Southern California, coach the Chargers and sell his boat in Newport, <laughs> off of Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't see you getting rid of Bell. I, I just, I, the, the, the Robert Kraft that we know, I just, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you do that. I don't even know how you do I I can't even... People keep saying, and I'm like, how do you put that into words? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you what do you tell Belichick? I because I, he clearly is still one of the greatest coaches of all time. I, I'm not I'm not discounting I, that now. Now he's always been the bad judge of talent. He hasn't always picked the you know he, the groceries. Yeah, it, it hasn't always you know cooked the food that he wanted to the dish that he said he was going to make, but but he finds ways to win. Damn and I, I just could not ask him that. And then I believe Mike Tomlin, some of the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, when they lost their GM, that, that's the difference in this, in, in this team. The talent doesn't look like the Pittsburgh Steeler talent. And, and, and I listen to guys like Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark said, here's the problem. And I, and I was like, that that might make sense. The Pittsburgh Steelers used to draft the best available talent, not to what they needed. Mm-hmm. And if you start drafting to what you need, then you get in trouble. You got to take the best available talent. So they always have high quality, you know, high ID. What I saw those two receivers do. Deontay Johnson against the Bengals. Yes. And then Pickens I'm just last week. I'm telling you right now, if that was Isaac Bruce and, and Torrey Holt, Every time I got a chance, I'd run up their back. I'd hit them in the back. Like you're not, you're not gonna. That, that is like not, on the field during on a the play. Field, yes, they gonna get in contact. You either block or get ran over. What they're doing, that's that's not even football, man. Watching them two stand up, watching them. He watched the ball and the other guy get out of the way. Just let a guy go hit the running back. You well, that's that. why people are putting that on Tomlin. Like, that, isn't that the head coach to fix that? Not Jalen Warren's responsibility or Najee Harris's responsibility? He, he, your best two receivers, can you win games without them two? It's your best two receivers. Mm-hmm. And and coaching today is hard. If you got to bench those two guys, and listen, we, we both know, because we watch with Antonio Brown, Tomlin don't have a problem benching you. He don't have a problem sending you to the locker room. But in today's in today's climate, you got to win games. They're already talent deficient. Mm-hmm. You know they, they they got Big Ben calling in saying that this don't look like Steelers football. You got Ryan Clark making comments. I mean, well, the Tomlin I saw looked as engaged as ever when yeah, I saw him. Like, I, I, and by the way, same guy, same everything. And T.J. Watts, like I I, I would run through all for Rich, this guy. How did they win games early in the year with Matt Canada doing what he did? Now now if there's a thing. 
the fact that his loyalty to his coaches sometimes, you know, Canada, it, it, the proof was in the pudding. He, he wasn't up for the job. It didn't fit what they were trying to do. He wasn't the guys to cook those groceries. Like, it didn't fit. But Tomlin's loyalty, is that's, that's who he is. But you're not going to tell me that that guy mm-hmm. can't coach. If they let him go, I mean, it'd be a fire sale for people trying to get him. I got one more segment. TJ, we'll do your fantasy at the end of the at the end of the show. Okay. I got Marshall Falk here on a roll. Let's take a break right here. Amari Cooper, top of the next hour. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, back here um, before our radio audience returns. Will you tell, this is another one of my favorite stories. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, about you barking back at the Cardinals sideline oh, one year. Oh, my God. Can you one tell that favorites. story, please? One of my favorites. So we're playing the Cardinals, and uh, and I'm having a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, and and, and, and any time, like, um, you know, I normally don't engage but I run a couple of plays their side, and they're talking, and they're real chirpy, and they're getting off. And, 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 and now it, it, it's, it's literally a blowout. And I'm going up and down the sideline, and I'm, I'm, I'm and you know, some nasty things. And, and I go, keep going, keep going. And then I double back. I'm like, Mr. Green, not you. <laughs> not, I'm sorry. And I, 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 every time at the Hall of Fame, I, I remind him, I'm like, he's like, I remember that. So like Mean Joe is on the sideline as the assistant. He's on the sideline as he's the, he's the D-line coach. He's <laughs> on the sideline. And I'm bar- I'm telling him, y'all ain't uh, this, this, this. Y'all getting worked. Da, 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 da. Y'all sorry. S-O-B. Da, da, at at yeah. Arizona, by, Marshall, at uh, Arizona. At Arizona. So this was uh, November 3rd, 02. Yes. 
What did you? Uh, what was his? What was uh, the day? Uh, Twenty-seven carries for one hundred and seventy-eight yards. <laughs> uh, five five catches for fifty-eight more. Wearing them out, Rich. I'm, yeah, I'm wearing them out, and you're letting them know. And I'm letting them know it. I'm wearing them out, yeah. and I'm like, and, and then I, I was like, Mister Green, I, I, that wasn't for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think you can't talk trash to me, Joe Green. I'm like, this, you got to have some respect, man. Like, I, just, I respect that man too much. Now I call him Pops, you know. I'm like, I, but I, I just, man, I, I caught I myself. It was just like, you know, you get in the moment and you're being yeah. disrespectful and you're just trying to get on everybody on the sideline. And I was like, not you, sir. Like, <laughs> I love not, it. That's truly one of my favorite you. stories from you, Marshall Falk. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, you can check out the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone, including tonight's Thursday night football game on the NFL app. Every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL can be found live there. Or you can ask Alexa to open Westwood One Sports on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner on Monday nights and me for free. Get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone fix finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. How to lay into that one. Marshall Falk still here on the program. Uh, last segment. What is your interpretation of what Sean Payton was saying to Russell Wilson on the sideline in Detroit when he went right after him and started yelling at him. You're you're my Sean Payton whisperer. I don't know if you saw that sequence on Saturday night. Yes. Um, what what do you think that was about? Let, let, let me because he said this. it's none of our business what that was about. So let me ask you what you think that business might exactly. Have been. Um, Sean only responds to stuff like that when. Something was supposed to be done mm-hmm. that was talked about, agreed upon, and Russ did the opposite or something different. Okay. Like he's not – Sean Payton will not lose doing stuff that he doesn't want to do. Or has been run through. Yeah. Oh, yeah they- just in case it happens and then that had happened. So w- what was it? Because the, the essential idea was that he ran the play maybe too fast. He couldn't challenge what had happened just before on the goal line or anything it's, like that. It's, there, there's just w- whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. It had to be discussed, talked about, mm-hmm. and the situation. Because Sean's all about situation. You know, he's situational football. Right. That's w- exactly where Belichick got it from which is Parcells, Sean got it from, which is football is all, all about situations. And for a veteran quarterback to not understand the situation, like that, that is like, like you can make physical errors with him, but the mental errors, he cannot handle. He cannot, it is just not, it, it is not acceptable. So he, he let him know about it on the yes. sideline. And it, this is one of those things where pages are turned and off we go and we can do it again. Let's move on. Right. Like he's he's let's move on. That yeah. that happened. And and you got you got to be able to take that. Like that's that's his thing. Like sometimes the coach is going to get at you and you got to be able to take it. Like March March has done that to, to Kurt. Mm-hmm. You just got as the, the player, you got to be able to take it. Because one of the most frustrating things for a coach is you you put a lot of time and effort into it but you don't get to do anything on the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and and that's going to happen. That's last, going to happen. Last narrative for you um is the 49ers are unbeatable. It looks that way, Rich. I'm telling you. I just I there's no answer for for what for what I mean, obviously, if if the head coach decides that 
he wants the quarterback to be MVP instead of the running back, and they decide to throw the ball in the red zone against the team that they play in the Super Bowl, then they can be beaten. That's what you think is at stake on Monday night, huh? I'm just saying, if they, if 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 what they do is, if he decides to control the game and not allow the game to control, like they right now they're playing, and whoever is hot, they go through. And uh, you know, if he wants, if he wants to have Brock Purdy be the MVP, then he can get in the way. So let me ask you, in the two minutes I have left here, then, as somebody who knows what it's like to run, and catch, and block, and do everything that McCaffrey is doing. Make the case for him as the MVP as you once won. It is what it is, man. He 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 is. If 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 they allowed, hold on. If they wouldn't pacify Debo and hand him the ball and do the things that they need to do, McCaffrey's numbers would be through the roof, off the charts. It would be through the roof. But the way that they operate their offense is um, they they try to create mismatches with personnel being in different different positions, and, and we did that too. And I, I think his touches, and his numbers are exactly, they're great, but I think his touches are down because they want to make sure he's fresh for the, for the, for the playoffs. Remember last year, calf had a little calf injury, and sure. sometimes he get worn down a little bit. But um, I, there, it's, I, I, enjoy, I Brock Purdy, I, when, when, they, when they didn't have no McCaffrey, they didn't have Trent, and they didn't have Debo, he looked – Regular. Mm-hmm. He, he was just regular. Nothing was there. He wasn't able to carry the team. And um, and I just think, I think it's Kristen McCaffrey. And then after that, you got to go with the Cheetah. If, if the Cheetah clips 2,000, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. So, so it, the first two MVP votes uh, or win in place should be non-quarterbacks? Yes. Yes. This, then who's the quarterback that, that, that shows? Is it Purdy or is it Lamar? And that's what's at stake Monday night? Depending on what Lamar does, mm-hmm. yes. Hmm. You know, because you, you you can't turn off the early parts of the season for Lamar. They they had some they had some they 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 gave some games away early this year. They sure did. Like they just just imagine, but they figured it out. They literally figured it out. Including one at Pittsburgh, which has the opportunity, you know, Pitt, Pittsburgh um, everybody seems to forget that they they beat the Ravens earlier this year. Yeah. Great to see you, brother. All good. You're the best. Thanks for having me. It's the Hall of Fame. We just filled an hour. Boom. Like wow. that. Amari Coomer, Amari Cooper coming up and the comedian Brad Williams and TJ's fantasy advice in hour three. Still got about a minute plus right here. So um it's it's funny you say McCaffrey's numbers would be even gaudier it if would. they did not hand the ball to uh Debo yeah. every night. But how do you not? I mean the guy is a, a huge he, weapon to diversify. Yes. You have to use him. And and let's listen, Kittles is underused. I know. I I, I, I love the fact that he just Ike. he'll block, he'll bang his head, he does what he does, and then sometimes he get highlighted. He'll he'll get six, seven, eight catches, two touchdowns, and um just the greater good. I I, I love he's probably a guy that could that 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 should be looked at as Gronk or you know like the, the star tight end. Oh, sure, he, Kelsey. He, he could be featured like Kelsey. He could sure. be that, but but he's not trying to. And then interesting again. I know this is more of a conversation than thirty seconds. James Cook is re- reimagining Ooh. the way that the Bills are 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 playing offensively. Joe Brady, right? It's 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 unbelievable. You know, the guy the guy knows how to call plays, and obviously something was going on in Carolina <laughs> that got him out of there, but. Um, I, I like, here's the same thing, same thing. 
Um, you're watching the quarterback with answers. The quarterback has answers to Joe is like this, 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 these are the answers. When you see this, 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 these are the answers. Oh, James Cook is a hell of an answer. Yes. That is for like, sure. Why why hasn't he been getting touches? <laughs> well, why he, haven't the bingo? And that's why yeah. they switch maybe <laughs> offensive coordinators. Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, everybody. We're back with our three in a second. 